In a world where women continue to break through glass ceilings, shatter stereotypes and redefine success, there are so many stories just waiting to be heard. And that is exactly what this podcast is all about. I'm your host, Katie Williams, and in each episode, we'll sit down together with inspiring female entrepreneurs from diverse industries, backgrounds and stages of their journey. We'll explore the lessons they've learned, the obstacles they've overcome and the advice they have for those who might be ready to take a leap of their own. I cannot wait to dive into the day-to-day realities of running a business, often while juggling other roles like being a mum or working multiple jobs. You can expect honest conversations, valuable advice and a whole lot of inspiration. So grab yourself a cuppa and let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Small Biz Society, the podcast. I'm Katie, and today I am joined by Chelsea. Hello, Chelsea. Please introduce yourself and tell us about what you do. Hello. Thank you for having me on the podcast. You're very I'm welcome. I'm buzzing for this. Um, so, my name is Chelsea. I I was about to go for my life story then. I'm 28. I live in Oxfordshire <laughs> <laughs> with my partner, James. Um so I work full time, Monday to Friday, and then I also run my Etsy shop like in the evenings. So it's a print on demand Etsy shop. It's just like my little business. And I, yeah, I run that in the evenings. Started it at the end of May. And I also have a YouTube channel that I started, I think it was August last year. So it's been just over a year now. Um, but this podcast isn't about the YouTube channel. This is about <laughs> the, the Etsy shop. So scrap the YouTube channel. Um, but yeah. So, so you run a print-on-demand company. Yes. So what sort of, for anyone that, you know, yeah. isn't in the industry, they might not know what that means. Mm-hmm. So it's a product business, isn't it? So do yeah. you want to tell us a bit about the products that you sell? Yeah. So I, I do clothing and accessories. So I have like a particular style, a particular niche, I guess. Um, obviously, I'll do the things like Halloween, Christmas, like the standard, but I do have like another niche that I stick to and then I'll do clothing and accessories so like t-shirts jumpers hoodies uh, tote bags mugs and then my plan is to start doing another product from next year as well and just kind of do more and more products once I've got the hang of the other ones Mm -hmm. Um, so print on demand is where you so there's like a print on demand company that will print your design onto the products for you and ship them to your customer for you. Yeah. So that really works like if you have a full-time job and you're not going to have the time to actually do the printing, do the shipping and all of the packaging, that's just literally all done for you. So the print on demand company that I went with, they're connected to my Etsy shop. So it's like an integration. Mm-hmm. So as soon as somebody places an order on the Etsy shop, it automatically goes to the print provider. Yeah. And I use credits. So, for example, I could put like £50 onto it. So they'll take the money from my credits instead of having to email me first to say, oh, can you pay for this order? Okay. Um, It just makes that a lot smoother. Yeah. And then that's it, really. They just do the printing. They ship to the customer directly. The customer doesn't know it's come from them. And that's pretty much it really which is perfect because obviously when it comes to things especially like clothing Mm. you've got so many different sizes so many different colors so for somebody that doesn't have you know a massive Mm. warehouse and you can't stock however many of each that that must be a a great way of of doing it 
Yeah, so I think they go up to, I want to say like 4 or 5XL. Okay. So I currently only go up to like 2XL. Mm-hmm. But I guess if somebody was to message me and say, did you want to, can you do like a larger size? Yeah. Which was actually my first order was somebody needed a larger size. So yeah. um, I ended up having to do a custom order and doing like a private Etsy listing for them. But I can do that. It goes up to like 4 I think it was 4XL that it goes up to, but that's really handy. And, like, the amount of colours they do, I'm pretty... I kind of stick to, like, the basic colours, but I think I do want to start doing other colours as well. Just, I feel like my target audience need a bit more, like, colour. Okay, wow. (laughs) Whereas I'm a bit more, like, basic. Um, Not basic, just... Just... Neutral. Bland. No, 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 absolutely not. I think, yeah, I think I will start doing some more colours as well from next year, but... Yeah, it's just the range of colours and the sizes is just really handy. And I live in quite a tiny home, so I live in like a tour caravan. Yeah. And I'm currently trying to change my housing situation. But I wouldn't be able to have like a, what's it called, like a heat press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't be able to do the any of what's any of the printing any of the packaging like where am I going to store all the little stock no. it's just not going to work so that's the thing it's perfect and that's why yeah. I did it and I I do feel like and this is probably an unpopular opinion I don't even know if I should say this a bit controversial but I feel like there are probably a lot of people that are doing print on demand because they think it's an easy way right to get like a passive income mm-hmm but for me, I've done it for six months and I'm only on 11 sales. Yeah. So it's definitely not as easy as it looks like on YouTube. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a lot of advice on YouTube and I've got a lot of, like, I wouldn't have been able to start the Etsy shop because I wouldn't have even heard of print on demand if it wasn't for those people. Yeah. But it's just that a lot of them are ones that have, I don't want to say they got lucky because they obviously have worked really yeah. hard, but they're, they're getting like thousands. Yeah. And then they're talking about how you can scale your Etsy shop and you can get thousands and thousands from print on demand. But actually there's a, I don't think the majority of people that do print on demand will get that. So. It's one of those things though, isn't it? I think people think that running. I feel like running... you see a bit more like realistic events yeah, on yeah. YouTube as well, which yes. I might want to do in the future at some point. Which is When amazing. I have more than 11 sales. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> because I think people think that running a small business mm. is really easy. And especially you see people on social media yeah. uh, and like you say on YouTube and they're, you know, getting yeah. however many sales a month. So it makes people think this is an easy way to get fast money. Yeah. But it's, it's no. bloody not. It's really not. No. Um, and it you know it's different throughout the year and it's just different all the time um yeah yeah it's interesting because I found somebody recently on YouTube um and I'm gonna say the YouTube name because Mm. I think he's brilliant it's it's Etsy consultant right and he's actually saying pretty much the complete opposite to all of the others that I got advice from so things like I'm trying to think on the spot of things that he said that were just he's saying that are absolute nonsense and I did actually try doing some things differently and he was actually right Mm. so he like even things like social media and he's saying like the opposite to what they're saying yeah and he's kind of saying you know they're making it sound like this and this but it's interesting because a lot of the things that he said was actually right when I tested it myself so I think it's one of those things different things work for different people yeah and there's going to be someone that's saying 
um, you have to do mm. this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. And then there's going to be somebody else saying, well, this is yeah. what worked for me. Yeah. Do this. And I do, I just think it's a bit, it's yeah. trial and error, really. Yeah. Like know. for um, SEO, there were like three different ones that I used. Mm. Um, I don't know. Should I even say what SEO is? <laughs> I just realised I'm just saying acronyms yeah. and not um, even saying what it is. No, it's fine. Obviously, you know, I, it just kind of helps with like getting the right keywords and stuff. Absolutely, and I mean, I imagine the m- most people listening to this have their own small businesses yeah. and potentially have Etsy shops yeah. or websites. Yeah. So obviously, SEO is the search engine optimization. Mm. Um, and like you have on Google and on websites, yeah. you obviously have it on Etsy as well. Yeah, and th- there were loads. There was uh, Marmalade, Allura, Sales Samurai, Everbee e-rank and i was like oh my goodness i need all of them and i ended up signing up for three of them mm. and now i only use one and see because i've never used any of those for my etsy shop like so yeah. you really went full in with your yeah you know i did all three thinking i needed to and the one that i've i'm left with is actually the one i would literally recommend to everybody which one's that one ever be ever be absolutely love it yeah um yeah, no, I was thinking fun. about what I sh- should say and what I shouldn't say. Whether I can say you can basically see what other people use in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the reason I went with Everbee was because they did something a little bit different to the others. So Everbee and Sell Samurai, you can have it as like a Chrome extension. Yeah. So I can go onto my Etsy shop. Well, no, I can go onto Etsy and I don't even have to sign in before I've even logged in. It's, it's on already your... on the side. Yeah. Um and. What I found with Everbee is that not only can I get keywords, but I can actually maybe find something similar to what I want to do that somebody's already uploaded. So let's say there was like a t-shirt with a gonk on it for autumn, which is one of the designs that I did. It had like a gonk on it or something. I think it said fall was in the air, which I don't even think we say fall in the UK. I think we we say autumn. Anyway, I'm going on a little tangent there. Um, So let's say I searched that in the Etsy bar, like gonk, t-shirt or gonk hoodie just to kind of get an idea of what other ones other people are doing i could see one i like maybe filter it by bestseller or whatever and then you can literally click on that person's listing and then with the everbee chrome extension you can see what they've used as their tags um how old the listing is how old the shop is and you're kind of spying on their shop Obviously I find not it fascinating. stealing anything, yeah. but you can take... You can see what's working for them. And, yeah, you can just see what works. But you couldn't get that with Sell Samurai, and you couldn't get that with the others. I don't mm. believe you can anyway. So that one has really, really worked well for me. And because I'm not using social media right now, I think that is how I've managed to get yeah. those sales because I'm pretty sure only three of the sales I actually know the people, the yeah. others I don't. So that's like eight sales that I don't know they just found me through search That's and it's amazing. not like I've really been open that long so Everbee's clearly worked I think yeah. in my opinion I only use that on Pinterest right now so yeah no I think it has brilliant. to be working um but yeah I think when you watch the people on YouTube you think you need all these things and then you're like right I need marmalade and I need Allura and I need all these things and and then you realize you don't need them all and I think you have to remember a lot of them are their affiliates yeah for them so Yes, they've obviously worked for them, and I'm not saying that they haven't. They've worked for me, but if they're getting paid for it, of course they, they're gonna. <laughs> do they actually use all three? Do they really need all three? I don't know. It's like but... when I, you know, you see the adverts for um, like Garnier, and you've got like Holly Willa Holly Willa Booby, Holly Willa Booby, 
and she's there with her blonde hair and she's like this is what i've used and i'm like i don't really? think you use like a is that really a box <laughs> yeah I... and i'm just i'm not 100 percent you've got convinced. the wonga in the bank to use something way more interesting <laughs> Yeah, but who knows, you know, maybe yeah. we're wrong. Holly, if you ever listen to this. We're sorry. <laughs> Soz. Um, okay, so what led you to start your own business? Because okay. obviously, like you said, you work full time. Um, yeah. This is a new business you set up this year. Mm-hmm. What made you start? So I've, I've always, uh, I've worked since I was 14. I had my first part-time job when I was 14 um, in a chip shop did like few evening shifts in a week while I was studying at college. Um, and then literally, I think I did two jobs at the time for a good few years as well. And then, um, but yeah, I've, I've worked since I was 14, always worked full time. And the reason I started the business was really random. So I've had over 20 jobs in the last 14 years or however long since I was 14. How that's long am I? 28. Impressive. Yeah, that's 14. I've had over 20 jobs. And I used to think it's because I got bored of the job. But apparently, my therapist said <laughs> that that is not why. They think it's because I'm bored of the newness. Like, once I know people and they know me, I'm like, on to the next new people or okay. something. So I was working at, like, a local restaurant, mm-hmm. like, waitressing. And there was somebody there who basically inspired me to start the business I feel like at this point I should say the niche because it makes sense to the story so I and also I mean a ton of people on Etsy are already doing it so basically my niche is mental health niche which I would argue is probably a bit oversaturated on Etsy as not saturated competitive like there's so much of it so that's why I don't overly care now about saying it I mean um but so Somebody that worked at the restaurant, he was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I used to say to him, he, I used to say to him, you're the walking definition of ADHD because he was just the, the typical, like you just knew straight away that he had ADHD. And I remember he used to get a lot of comments um, from everybody that worked there. And it was all like, I think most of it was like banter. Yeah. But sometimes for me, I felt like it got a bit too much. Right. So one of the comments he got told was they said to him, oh, at least I think they said, oh, at least my kids won't be maturer than I am. Making a point that his wow. kids are maturer than him. Um, and then another comment was, what was the other comment? Oh, the other comment was because he always forgets things mm. um, like all the time and he constantly had to be reminded. And I think it got a little bit annoying sometimes. Um, so he ended up setting an alarm on his phone so that when his phone went off, he knew that he then had to go and do whatever that thing was. Right. And his alarm went off and somebody that worked with us was like, why have you got an alarm on your phone? And he was like, oh, it's so that I don't forget Mm. to do blah, 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 blah. And the person was like, well, that's effing weird. And I was like, but he's constantly moaned out for forgetting yeah. something. He's done something to try and be, like, a bit more proactive about it. And that's just awful. And then you're saying that he's being weird. But we all knew that he was diagnosed with ADHD. And I think that's what bothered me the most. Like, yeah. the fact that you know and you still make those comments. But what if you didn't know? Yeah. Um, and then it really bugged me. And then I told him, like, I think you've inspired me to do to do something to do with mental health. And I didn't know at the time what I wanted to do. But I wanted to do something. 
and I've got my own issues as well. <laughs> my own issues. Oh, what can We've I say? We've all got Just issues. Crazy. Um, <laughs> I thought I had anxiety for a really, 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 really well for about ten years, and then I started to think like I don't think I do have anxiety. Like I, I thought I had a personality disorder, um, like avoidant personality disorder, and I was convinced that there was something else going on. So I got referred to complex needs had some assessments, I think it was over like five or six month period, but yeah. I got assessments. Um, and then they said it wasn't a formal diagnosis, which I think it was November last year, they basically said that I had scored from completing a questionnaire, I'd scored like for five or six personality disorders, one's not recognised anymore, the other one wasn't put on the paperwork, so I feel like I can't count it, so we'll just go with the four. They said it wasn't a formal diagnosis, but I think because that's the only time somebody has almost said what I've believed, Yeah, I took that as, okay, well, if you're saying I scored for it, then that means I have it, so that's basically a diagnosis. And for the last year, I've thought, yeah, I, I, it's a diagnosis, it's a diagnosis. Yeah. Until someone recently said to me, have you thought maybe you just have ADHD plus a personality disorder? Wasn't that me? <laughs> I don't... It possibly it you, me. and I think it was one of my boyfriend's friends yeah. as well. She was like, do you not think you just have ADHD and maybe, like, avoidant personality disorder or something like that? Because she had borderline personality disorder, and she's like, mm. she's like, I don't think you do, dear. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's, like, a quiet subtype. And she was like, mm, no, I really don't think you do, dear. I think the thing with mental health is it's... In our brain, nothing's ever going yeah. to be 100% accurate, yeah. is it? It's because you know, the symptoms can't... cross over. Exactly. And that's and why so... they can't really... Exactly. There are so right. many different things. <laughs> you know, I've had, had anxiety and depression mm. for years. And then it's obviously, you know, just been recent where I've been referred for ADHD. Yeah. And I've been reading about things. And now I'm like, do I even have anxiety or depression mm. on its own? Mm. Or is it a symptom of ADHD? Yeah. So it all crosses yeah. over. Nothing can ever yeah. be 100%. And I think it's just... Yeah. So, j- just trying to, yeah, work with just, it. I think that's the problem with all the symptoms overlapping. They mm. almost don't know what yeah. <laughs> what you actually have properly. But you can't so know, now can I'm you? Like, it's not like you can do yeah. a blood test and be like, oh, yeah, this is what she's yeah. got. <laughs> well, it wasn't until you and that person said it to me that I thought actually anybody could have completed that questionnaire and probably scored for a yeah. personality disorder because... Yeah we could all say, yeah, I overthink this or whatever. I think it was like 100 questions, but we could all probably score for something and it doesn't mean we actually have it. So I have been referred for an ADHD assessment. It's like a three-year waiting list. And to go private, I found somewhere you can go private and you can do it online. You can literally do your assessment online within like two weeks. Um, But it was like £695 or something. And I was like, well, I'm in 17 grand debt. So if I didn't have the debt, I could do it. But I can't with the debt, so Gosh. I'll wait three years, Soz. <laughs> well, I'm not going private because, you know, my kids are both on the waiting list yeah. as well. Yeah. My eldest has been on the waiting list for four years. Yeah. And if I go, oh, I'm going to go private for myself, you know, I yeah. can't do that yeah. when I've waited so long for my son. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're just going to wait genetic. together. I think it's it is genetic. genetic. And it's so funny because me and my mum always joke about... My mum and dad aren't together, but we always joke about my dad. Because whenever I see him, I, um, he'll go oh, I've got something to tell you. And I'm like, oh God, story time with Trevor. <laughs> and we always joke about it. And he goes, he does these things where he'll like, he bought a boat once and he said, I'm going to fix it and then we're going to drive down the river or whatever. And he never did it. Then he bought a helicopter and he, he said he was going to fix it. a helicopter? Yeah, not like a, I don't know what kind of helicopter. It was a bit of a, a weird A toy, one. yeah? No, like a proper helicopter, but not like <laughs> one you can go on. I don't really understand what it was. And he never did it. 
and then he bought a mobile home and he never did it and now he's just taken out a loan like i don't even know how many thousands he's just taken out a loan bought some old american-y looking car said he's going to do it up and he's going to drive people to their proms and their weddings and stuff wow. and i was like yeah but you're not going to do it dad yeah and he was like yeah i will but this is the first time he's actually taken a loan for it so for something it be, yeah. and then he's gone to like mechanics because mm. he's he's like i've looked at it and i can't fix the car he's gone to mechanics they've even said and they're like they specialize in that american car they can't fix it oh no and i'm like what are you doing that's like four projects in a year that you're not doing and then i looked to myself and i was like i'm pretty sure i've done this too wow i was like you've given me adhd (laughs) he was like oh i'm so sorry i was like why are you saying sorry it's not why are you making it like it's a bad thing it's not bad we just we work differently we're wired differently like (laughs) yeah it's um it's one of those things and i think people see you know, any sort of mental health yeah. as a negative. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, there are negative days. Like, if yeah. I'm having a bad day, I'm negative. <laughs> but it's not a negative thing overall. It's just it's just learning to work yeah. differently and to learn yeah. how our brains work, which, yeah. you know, in, is it ever going to actually... Are we ever going to be able to <laughs> know how it works? <laughs> I, t- I don't want normal. to be normal. <laughs> I don't want to be normal. Oh. But yeah, so that's why I started the business. It was inspired by someone from work. Yeah. And then I guess kind of myself. And that gives you a passion for it. Why? I started Mama Bear to help with my mental health. Yeah. And that's why, obviously, not all of my products are mental health related. But Mm. that's why I like to make products with, you know, mental health sort of quotes. Because that is... Yeah. That is what helps me, you know, like drawing. That helps That's how I came up with the name as well so oh uh, yeah so because you haven't mentioned no, the name sorry. of the business yet um because that's an acronym isn't it yeah i don't know why i did it um <laughs> i feel like i should have made it a bit more simple no. but i basically so it's beam designs by chelsea but beam like b-e-a-m so like sunbeam yeah um beam and, and that then stands for belonging education awareness and meaning so i did like a spider diagram of what i wanted the business to do how i wanted it to make me feel how i wanted it to make the others feel so belonging is how i want the person that has the product to feel that they belong mm-hmm. and that you know they're respected or whatever um the e and the a the education and awareness because if somebody else buys it for them i want that person to actually be aware of why they're buying it. Yeah. Like, why am I buying someone something to do with mental health? And it's obviously, I don't know, to make them feel seen and to make yeah. them feel heard. And I want that to be their kind of education. And then meaning is because I want to feel like I've made something that's meaningful and means something to other people. Which is So lovely. that's how I came up with the acronym. I think you're supposed to put things in your brand name, probably, that have like a keyword to what you do. Um, and I guess mine doesn't other than Chelsea. <laughs> no, but I, don't I think you can have your brand name as whatever you want it to I be. I wanted yeah. And your brand random. name means something to you. So while others might think beam designs, okay, maybe it's really sunbeam. It. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But then you can have that yeah. conversation. That's you know, someone it's like a says, Oh point. yeah. If I did like a market stall. Yeah. Not you, that I know if anyone come up to me like, so, what does Beam mean? Well, anyone can, you know... No, avoid this some... girl, don't want to talk to her. <laughs> She's annoying. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sauce. <laughs> at some point, someone might ask you, 
why did you call yeah, your business yeah. Beam Designs? And then you can say, well, actually, Beam stands for... Yeah, yeah. I just wanted it to mean something. And I just wanted something different. Yeah. Out of the box. I wanted to think out of the box. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think there's anything you'd have done differently when you were just starting up, if you could go back again? So I remember I joined small biz society when you first started which yeah. i think was Feb- february February, and i hadn't even started the business i didn't start it until may yeah so three months later or oh, just said the word free <laughs> the number i hate that number so much <laughs> okay i've said it twice though so it's about <laughs> sorry this is ocd issues guys um and that's not I've just realised, I said OCD issues, but you know, sometimes people just say that for the sake of saying it. Yeah. I am actually diagnosed with OCD, <laughs> so I'm not just saying it for no reason. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> um, so I remember that first goal that we had to set for us to achieve in the March. Mm-hmm. So we started in February. We all yeah. set a goal to complete in March. And I couldn't think of what the goal should be. And I remember somebody being like, it needs to be that you actually start your business and you start yeah. your shop. And I was like, but I can't do that. I, I just can't be you weren't somebody. Ready. No, and I know they say, like, a lot of people, I think, say, like, just start, you know, that's the first step. But I my head doesn't work like that. I need to feel like I've got everything put together yeah. before I start. And I was panicking because I thought you were going to write that goal down. And I was like, no, please don't write that goal down, please. I think you could see I, me panicking. I remember, yeah. Um, so I don't think I would change when I started. Mm-hmm. I don't... I'm happy with the way I did everything. I don't yeah. feel like there is something I would want to change. No, that's absolutely fine. Not everyone does. Because you're, you're very much a... Um, you did a lot of research, obviously. A lot of months, YouTube months. Um, videos. And obviously your SEO things that you bought. Mm. And Before I'd even started. Exactly. Well. I, did, I spent months on it. I don't even know... I don't think it was even the beginning of that year. I think it was the year before. So I don't think it was like January 2023 I started my research. Yeah. I feel like it started a little bit before B- that. Before, yeah. In like the end of 2022 when I was starting to kind of think, what do I want to do? Because mm. I'd worked at that waitressing job for about two months. And obviously I'd worked with that person that yeah. I kind of got the idea from. So it must have been sort of end of 2022, I started thinking right I want to do my own thing what kind of thing could I do start doing some research but yeah it probably was from January when I was like I've made my decision I'm doing print yeah. on demand I'm doing an Etsy shop now I need to do a research so for about four or five it would have been five months yeah it was just constant research and research but for me that's what worked no no and that's absolutely great and I know so I, I do say anything. like go for it like yeah but there there is a limit and I don't think anyone should ever just jump into anything yeah. not having a clue yeah because then you're gonna do it and be like oh what do I do now yeah so I always recommend doing some research yeah I just think sometimes there is only so much research you can do yeah and then you learn on the go yeah definitely. so there there's that there's that limit so I think yeah. you know you obviously did what works for you yeah and yeah it's just you do a bit of research, yeah. you start, you make mistakes, you learn what not to do next time. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I, I think there is something I would do differently actually because it's been six months now and I still haven't posted on social media because mm. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to take pictures in a caravan, it's going to look rubbish. 
but I think that's something I probably should have done the research on as well. I think I spent so much about how do I run the Etsy shop, how do I do print on demand, finding a print on demand company, all the SEO, that I actually forgot that social media was important yeah. to some extent as well. Yeah. And I do Pinterest, but I don't do anything on social media. And my target audience are the kinds of yeah. people that are on social media, like, every day. That should have been something I should have done more research on. Because I don't get marketing. I don't understand. I don't really get it. So I should have done more research on that. I should have gone on Skillshare. <laughs> done a load yeah. of, like, marketing stuff. So, yeah, I think that's one thing. Probably the one and only thing I would have done differently. Mm. I would have spent half the time actually looking at but social still media time marketing you can yeah you can do that next year <laughs> yeah um have you come across any hurdles would you say so far yeah so i didn't get my first sale for one month mm -hmm. and then when i had my first sale my etsy shop got suspended just as they were about to buy the the product oh no so i there was like a local facebook group and I think I had shared pictures and just said, it's like a new business, I'm just mm. starting. And this is an idea of what I'd be doing. And somebody wanted to place an order. They'd found the product they wanted, but they needed a larger size. Yeah. So I said that I could do the larger size and I created like a private Etsy listing, like yeah. just like a custom one for them. And they added it to the basket and then couldn't check out. And that's when I had an email saying I'd been suspended. And I was thinking, are you actually being mm. serious? I've had no sale for a month, but now you suspend me when I do like a private listing. It just made absolutely no sense. Um, so that was frustrating. And I think it did take a couple of weeks to get the shop back. Right. And then my Pinterest got suspended because <sighs> I'd added too many pins in one. I think I added like 12 pins. Like within all in one. a very short, right. really short period of time. And... Their they little like Pinterest bots were like, what is this? So that got suspended as well. And then I think that took about a week to get back. Oh, but Very you know, annoying. Luckily, like we were just saying, like you make mistakes and then yeah. now you know not to do that many Pinterest listings. Oh, no. <laughs> the Etsy one, well, luckily the customer was actually on Etsy herself. So oh, she okay. was aware that these so she things was understanding. happened. And she waited until for the two weeks till I got it back. And then immediately bought the product, which That's amazing. was very kind of her. Um, but I had done research and I knew that it was a thing that sometimes the Etsy bots, as they call it, yeah. um, they can suspend you just by mistake. And that's what happened. I got the yeah. email that said, like, Sorry. it was a mistake, but it, it was a little annoying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although I think there are quite a few people on Etsy as well. that It takes a lot longer than a couple of weeks. Mm. So, gosh. <laughs> uh, so how do you juggle running your business as well as a full-time job so I have I basically created my own schedule <laughs> yeah well I'm just going to talk about planning in oh, a minute so I suppose oh, we no. can put all the, no put it's it fine together. we can put it all together okay what I do I created a schedule which was that but I didn't want it to be completely different to what I normally do. So I knew this is the time that I go home. This is the time that I normally cook dinner. And I didn't want to make the schedule different to what would come naturally to me. So I yeah. didn't want to say, oh, I'll come home at half past five, but I won't cook dinner until seven when I know I normally cook dinner straight away. Yeah. Because that's not, that's not realistic. That's not something that would normally... It'll be harder to stick to. Yeah. 
Yeah. It needed to be something that I already do. Yeah. And to just work around it. So I go to my full-time job. I wake up at seven and then I start work at half past eight, finish at five. That's like my full-time job. So half eight till five o'clock. I do three days in the office. Yeah. And two days at home. And I'll work till five and then I'll basically just... So as soon as I'm home from work, I completely get into my pyjamas. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just like, once I'm home, I don't want to be in my clothes that I've worn all day. I want to be in my pyjamas. Yeah, so the that. plan is I work all day. I come home at half five, unless I'm working from home, but it's kind of the same. Get into my pyjamas and then we kind of like start cooking together. We eat our dinner together. And then after that's all done we just do our own thing. So we've mm-hmm. sat down, we make sure we eat together. Like we've we've always wanted to make sure we eat together. That's nice. Um, but after that, we can both do our own thing. So mm-hmm. he usually goes on the Xbox for a couple of hours and then that's my time to go on the Etsy shop. So Amazing. it'll either be that I spend like an hour, an hour and a half, have a shower. I have to incorporate my shower into it as well. <laughs> you know, hygiene. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I basically just do the work, do the cooking, the eating, make sure the dishes are done. And then he can do his Xbox, I'll do my Etsy, and I'll add listings. Yeah. On the weekend, I don't do anything on a Saturday, but on the Sunday, I'll decide... Yeah, so Saturday, I don't do anything for, like, the Etsy shop, but the Sunday, I'll do something in the evening. Like, when I'm kind of unwinding for bed and preparing for the week ahead, I'll decide what five designs that I want to do that week. Okay. So that... I already know Monday when I get home from work, this is the design that I'm adding on to Etsy tonight. Yeah. Instead of coming home and spending half an hour... Trying to decide. I don't even know. I've already planned the five designs for each day. Amazing. So then I... And, yeah, that's it. That seems like a really good system. Yeah. So, obviously, you said that you don't really do social media at the moment. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've got the accounts. Mm-hmm. I set up the accounts because when I was deciding on the brand name, I needed to make sure it was available. Yeah. Not just on, like, Google and Etsy, but also Google, I mean Gmail, by the way. Okay. <laughs> like, for the email, email address. Yep. So I needed to make sure that it was available on Gmail and Etsy, but also Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, yep. and all of the other social medias because there's, like, a ton now. Yeah. I'm on Lemonade as well, but you're not on Lemonade, are you? No. I feel like it's like Instagram. Everyone like says it's like a... Pinterest, but I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't know so, whether I'm um... too old not to know or whether I'm just not cool enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> you are cool. <laughs> You're wearing a flimmin' jumpsuit with like, I don't even know, is that a panda with glasses? <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> and is that a jellyfish or an octopus? Snails? <laughs> That's cool. It's quirky. That's in your thing. It is. It Mama is. Bear creates quirky illustrations. Yeah. Not sure everyone would call it cool, but I think well, it's I think cool. It's... <laughs> I don't want to be like just the norm, you know, drops your kids off in your pajamas and your dressing gown, do you? Oh, I, I have on. once done have a school run that? in my Udi. Yeah, I have. I know. That is I can't. So funny. I can't. <laughs> like an Udi and leggings and slippers or something. No, I did have shoes on. I think I had trousers oh, on as well. Oh, push the boat out. You I know. <laughs> I know. That is so funny, though. <laughs> Although I don't have kids yet, my ovaries won't play ball. But I feel like <laughs> I wonder if I'd ever actually do that. Yeah, you would. I feel like I'm like I'm a mum now. I don't give an shit. I'm <laughs> just gonna rock up in my jammy jeans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But so what was we saying? I have social media. No idea. We were talking about social media. So I had to make sure the brand name was available on everything. 
and then I set up the account. I did start doing posts on Instagram, but then I stopped doing them because we why did I stop I don't really entirely know why I stopped doing them I think I was just unhappy with the templates I was using right. I bought the templates from Etsy of course I, I wish I had a creative one in my body <laughs> and I really don't so I can barely draw a stick man so I just get I always get my stuff from Etsy like mm-hmm. my my Etsy shop banner was a template I got an Etsy shop bundle uh, from blog pixie or something I don't know you are like the you know how you're saying about the walking definition of ADHD? <laughs> you are like the walking advert for YouTube and Etsy. Am I? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. already like, name-dropped a load of channels. <laughs> yeah, like, as long as I've known you... I mean, that could be helpful YouTube, to put on demand people. These are all the people Etsy. you could watch on YouTube. This is where you can get your Etsy shop bundles Yeah, from. but what you need to do is you need to become an affiliate so you can make some money out of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but then I'll start being like, oh, you should do this because I'm an affiliate of it. And no, maybe because not because you I actually want will to. do it with integrity and only do it I will. for the people that you I'll believe in. I'll only use the people. Yep, yeah, 100%. Exactly. Right. Anyway, so, so no social media at the moment. Yes, because we're in the caravan and I just feel like the background of the pictures would look rubbish. So I've but asked no, my boyfriend. Wouldn't. Have you to seen get me some of my pictures? From Amazon. Like, uh, we are currently filming in my bedroom slash living room. Like, this is your mindset. Your mindset issue, because you think it will look bad, mm. and no one else is going to care. But I don't. I don't like. I like things being the same as well. So, like right now, I could take pictures in the caravan, but then once I've moved house, the pictures are going to look different. different. So it's not going to be like this cohesive look. Everything's okay. not going to look the same. So I, I asked feel my like friends to get me a light a conversation box. for another time. Yeah. 100%. Um, because I, I'm going to be like, yeah. slap that out of you <laughs> in the so, nicest way no possible. No social media right now. Got the accounts, so... You'll get on that in the new year. Yeah, I'll help 100%. You. We'll, we'll sort it out. <laughs> um, okay, what has been your proudest moment to date? I think my proudest moment is probably the fact that it's six months and I'm still doing it. Absolutely. And I think that's the same for the YouTube, though. Because I had yeah. a YouTube channel before and I did it for six months and then it was too much trying to do a full-time job and yeah. edit the footage because I, I couldn't, I'm not yeah. a video editor and it just took so much time. It was it was time consuming and then trying to figure out the content and I ended up, after six months, I shut that YouTube channel down and this time it's been over a year and I'm still doing the YouTube channel and I think it's because I outsourced I got like a video editor yeah so all I have to do is film schedule the upload that's it perfect so it's easy peasy lemon squeezy and then I think with this like I had a business idea before why do I feel like I had a business idea I was gonna do something yes I was I was gonna do a cleaning business where oh, I was going to like go gosh, to yes, people's homes and I got you to make my business cards. I made cards. you a logo, business a logo, cards, yeah. all sorts of and branding. And I, I think I got the, the t-shirts, like a uniform. Yeah. And all I had left to do was get the cleaning supplies and then I don't then even understand do why. I just, I even did a post. I put a post on social media to get people. And I think it's because I realised that it was going to take so long to get enough people to make the full-time income. Yeah. That... Just it just wasn't going to work. So I just shut it down. I literally did what my dad does. You are literally your dad. I'd planned. <laughs> I'd done the research. I'd done everything I needed to do. I I even registered as a sole trader on HMRC. I 
<laughs> I had my. It was Chelsea Cleans, wasn't it? That's yeah. what it was going to be. Yep. And then I didn't do it. So I think the fact that I've stuck it out six months is very is impressive. Probably. I feel like right now, guys, whoever's listening to this right now, you need to clap. <laughs> you need to applaud this woman. They're going to be like, this is the most annoying person she's ever had on the podcast. <laughs> we're, uh, we're, yeah. we're clapping for you right yeah. now. There are obviously things this. that... So now mm. I'm in like, oh, maybe I need to change my colours and oh, I need to change this. And I'm now starting to feel like I need to change things. But I've never once thought that I need to stop. But that's not... I just keep going over in my head that I need to change stuff. Yeah, but, but that's, that's another discussion for that, later, That think. is another discussion, but also that <laughs> we'll is not the end of the world. Like, obviously, you know that I yeah. recently rebranded my mama better. Yeah. And I changed my, obviously, I'm still the same. You pivoted. I, I pivoted. pivoted. I changed because my business has pivoted. I like that yeah. word. My yeah. business. I saw that on a YouTube channel. <laughs> Dina Lou, I think her name is. <laughs> so, yeah, my business has changed. So yeah. I was like, my logo doesn't quite fit with that anymore so that needed to change so that's not that's not a problem but yeah the fact that you're still loving it and you're still doing it is amazing I don't think I ever as bad as it sounds I don't think I want it to become my full-time job because I actually love my full-time job that I'm doing and I don't want to ever leave that I made that mistake once it wasn't really a mistake we won't go into that. That's fine. But <laughs> I don't want to leave that job. But I would like this to still be... I don't just want it to be passive either. Right. So I don't want it to take over the full-time job. But I don't just want it to be this little thing. Yeah. I still want it to become successful yeah. in whatever the definition of successful is to me. Exactly. Because it is different to everyone. Yeah. And I don't think there's a problem at all with you wanting to keep your yeah. day job. If I could pay off my 17 grand debt with it, fabulous. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Like there is, there is no, you know, there should be no shame in saying I want to keep my full-time job. Like that is, that's not why we, you know, run businesses. Not everyone wants to have it full-time. Yeah. Um, It's just an extra income, isn't it? Yeah. That's perfect. So obviously. And more tax. I just realised. And more tax. (laughs) More tax. Ugh. but the positives is (laughs) just remember the positives it's your own you're like your own boss when it comes to it yes exactly you're in charge of yourself so have you thought about any future plans considering obviously you don't want it to be you know i mean paying off your debt i guess that's your plan isn't it (laughs) that's the financial plan yeah personal plans business plans financial plans (laughs) all the things I think my future plan... So next year, I want to do new products Mm -hmm. um, instead of just, like, the clothing. Yeah. I want to do other products as well that I feel, like, fit with the target audience. Yeah. And I do think I should get a website. Okay. Because apparently the fees are less than Etsy. Yes. I do think that's... And I do think if anything were to happen... Like, let's say I got suspended from Etsy again, but permanently... I'm screwed. Yeah. So, oh, that's another thing I should have mentioned earlier. Everbee have just introduced email marketing. I've, why did I forget to mention that? Everbee have just started email marketing. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, it's because I've realised about the, if my Etsy shop shut, yeah. because I don't do email marketing, I wouldn't have anyone. Made me think about email marketing. That's so, right. I think next year the plan would be new products. I do want to go to, like, 
fairs and like markets and mm-hmm. like do like stalls mm-hmm. just see how that goes i need to see how it works with the print on demand because yeah. obviously i don't keep stock yeah so i potentially have to order like a ton of stuff and just have like examples because i know i could like write their orders down but i feel like for me when i go somewhere i go there to buy like, i'm going to a craft fair to buy something not to just give someone my or i could have just done that on their shop i could have just done that like, yeah but it still is different because if you're I mean, obviously, I get personalised orders. Like, if yeah, I'm doing yeah. a custom illustration, mm. I can't give them that to them right there and then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but where you've got things like clothes and stuff, if you're at a market, they can touch that and be like, oh, yeah, I like the quality of that T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Whereas they can't do that on your website. Yeah, that's true. So I don't think you should let yeah. it put you off. Yeah. Um, it's just... You just need to find a way mm. that works for you. Yeah. I think that's the future plan. Just make sure I get some new products, mm-hmm. go to like fairs and markets, just see how they go and and the website. I, I feel like I should probably do that sooner rather than later. I think I'll focus on the new products sort of the first half of the year mm-hmm. and then for the last half of the year, look at all of the crafts, fairs and like markets I can go to and think about the website. Amazing. I would like to do a YouTube channel. Obviously, or I already do one, but it's like a lifestyle blog channel. Yeah. I want to do a business channel um, because I just want to... I think that could be helpful for anyone that also wants to get into print on demand. Yeah. Um, or even just generally wants to run an Etsy shop. Because mm-hmm. I think some of the things I say are going to be different to what the YouTube gurus or whatever they're called. YouTube coaches. <laughs> All the ones that I currently watch. And I still watch them. They're brilliant. But there's probably going to be things that I will say differently yeah than what they say kind of like the guy yeah because it's through your experience say different things yeah absolutely so and yeah i just think that could be helpful i feel like i'd give a bit more of like a realistic Mm. idea like so far it's like how to make a hundred thousand pounds with one product whereas mine would be like how do you make a tenner (laughs) how do you make a tenner with one product (laughs) in like a year But I, it needs to be realistic because I think we have an expectation that oh, I'm going to get all this yeah. money. I did think that in six months I would get more than 11 sales. That doesn't mean I'm not grateful for the ones I yeah. got, but I did think I'd get more than I have. So, yeah, I would like to do a YouTube channel at some point as well. Amazing. How exciting. Are you ready for the yes. quick five five? Yes. Amazing. I am ready. Okay. Hit me with it. Who is your biggest inspiration? Fabulous Hannah. <laughs> you knew I was going to say that. Absolutely. Fab Even Han. my boyfriend knew I was going to say that. Yeah. YouTuber. So, yeah, small so business Fabulous owner. Hannah. Also, a, Fabulous Hannah, aka Fabhan. I just say Fabhan. She is a YouTuber from Essex. So she started her YouTube channel when she was like 14. And she's now 25. Just okay. turned 25. She's been doing it for about 10 years, basically. And she started it as just this hobby, like, alongside when she was at school. And it's just grown massively. She's got just under 500,000 subscribers, but that is her full-time job. She started her, like, dog accessory company. So she used to, she was afraid of dogs. She had a really big fear of dogs. And then she got a dog. And then she didn't feel like the harnesses and collars and leads and all these things she could get were how she imagined them to be mm. so she ended up starting her business called Sunnyside and she's been doing that for two years so she's just done so well for herself she's now got two businesses she's mm. successful she's financially like what's the word independent yeah and 
she is literally the kind of person that I Amazing. aspire to be. Because I know she's friends with... Um... Plus you. <laughs> Cringe! <laughs> <laughs> but she, she's just brilliant. She's fabulous. Um, <laughs> she is friends with a graphic designer I follow, Alice Thorpe. Uh, yeah, so they're friends, and she does, Alice the, designs does the designs for her sunny side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I do. I mean, I don't. I have watched her YouTube, um, but I sort of know her through watching what you yeah. Alice. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have a favourite business book? Hmm. So I don't actually read books. And the only book I've ever read in my life is not appropriate to discuss on the podcast. <laughs> Definitely need to know about this after then. There's a number. 50. Ah. <laughs> Come on, we all love a bit of Fifty Shades. <laughs> so um, that's the only book I've ever read in my life. But I do know what book I want to read first. I tried to get into reading. Mm-hmm. I bought a couple of books from Asda. Yeah. And I tried to get into reading and I just couldn't do it. Right. I can't stay focused enough. Yeah. But I think what I need is an audio book. Yeah. I think it's the reading that I just don't have the concentration mm-hmm. for. But I think if I was just laying there listening to it, then I could, I think I could do it like a chapter a night or something. Yeah. And I went onto Amazon because there's like, it's Audible. Amazon Audible, isn't yeah. it? And you can find a book and listen to like four minutes of it. Because if you haven't already got the account, you can only listen to like a little sample, like yeah. get an idea of what it's going to be like. And I listened to the whole four minutes and I felt like I was really getting into it and then it stopped. And I was like, don't stop. So, so what was um, that? It was called P.S. You're a Genius. Okay. By, I want to say Kelly Track. Okay. I think it's for people that want to do something, but they just don't know what they're good at. Yeah. That's what it was described as from the YouTuber. I clearly watch a lot of YouTube, don't yeah, I? Absolutely. But it was recommended from okay. a YouTuber. And then I made a mental note. That you're going to get that, that on That's Audible. what I would do. So that will be the first one that I listen to. Amazing. Do you have a favourite business podcast? You're the only podcast I listen to. So that means this so is you. your favourite. I've, I've never listened to a podcast <laughs> until you started it. So. Oh, wow. What is your guilty pleasure? Mm, polos mint ones or fruit yeah, ones yeah I love polos I, I can't think of a guilty pleasure but I I mean I guess I don't really know what the definition of guilty pleasure is I think for me I, I don't I just like laying in bed watching <laughs> <laughs> laying in bed watching in YouTube with polos <laughs> no I just like if I'm not working <laughs> If I'm not working, all I want to do is lay in bed, watch. Why is that so funny? Sorry. All I want to do is just just lay there. In, I yes. just want to lay in bed, watch a series on Netflix or a film. Yes. I'm into films big yeah. time, and eat polos. I've got two packets of polos in my door, in my car out there i went to the petrol station today put diesel in my car paid for my diesel forgot i had two packets of polos had to run back to the till and was like i nearly stole your polos they went it's only one pound 50 i was like yep it's polos though (laughs) they're like what i just i love polos 
Okay, then. I could just eat packets. Just wow. keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have a favourite biscuit? The nice biscuit. Yeah. Oh, you knew what I was going to... Oh, my goodness. So I said to my boyfriend, what? I wonder if I said nice biscuit and you'd be like, yeah, but what nice biscuit? But no. I mean the biscuit called nice. Nice, yeah. yeah. The oh, ones that are covered in sugar. Damn, I was so excited for you to be confused. Did, did you think I was going to go, I thought you were like, yeah, but what nice biscuit? What's a nice biscuit? No, I know my biscuits. <laughs> the biscuit would... Yeah, it's called nice, isn't it? It's like a green packet, I think. Well, Although they're not in Asda. From. So I don't really know where you get them from because they don't do them in Asda. Anyway. They're just sugary. I have like four sugars in my tea, remember? I love sugar. Ooh. With my HelloFresh meals at the moment, it every time they say like a tablespoon of sugar, I'd be like, tablespoon in the pan, tablespoon in the mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope you go to the dentist it's regularly. So nice. <laughs> I haven't right. been for like a year last Sunday, I took my tooth out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the nice biscuits. Second is probably Jammy Dodger. Oh, yum. Gotta love a Jammy Dodger. Okay. Good rings count. Ice gems. Yeah, they, they all count. <laughs> yeah. Right, what is one piece of advice you'd mm-hmm. give to somebody just starting out in business? Hmm. I don't want to say just do it. <laughs> Nike, just do it. Because for me anyway, I feel like I needed to be prepared. Yeah. As much as I possibly could be prepared. Yeah. But that's just how I work. That's how I learn. That's So that might not work for everyone. I think my advice would be... Why is this such a hard question, you know? I don't really... It's because I'm, I'm new to, like, the whole having your own business thing. So, yeah. for me, ha- giving advice is, like... I'm just going to say nonsense. Well, it's not nonsense, because you do have a business. I, but it actually, is, hard. I do have advice. Okay. Because this worked for me. Okay. I think the advice is to join Small Biz Society. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Oh, I love that. Got the promotion. I love that. But seriously, though, I... Obviously, I knew I wanted to start the business, and then you started this in February this mm-hmm. year. I started. Well, I literally have gone to every one every yeah. month. Haven't I? Yes. yes, I've gone to every meetup every month since you started in February. You even take days holidays. I even yeah today <laughs> from your day was, job. I took annual leave from holiday today. Um, and there is so much that I learn that I don't think I had learned from five months of research. Yeah. Um, which is amazing and obviously for anybody that you know if this might be your first time listening so I currently run an accountability group locally mm-hmm. to me but don't you worry because the membership is launching Woo! in the new year and um, yeah so make sure you, you know you're giving me a follow so you can listen to when things mm-hmm. are happening but yeah we'll be yeah. you know having a monthly accountability groups um, and yeah it's just it's it's, yeah. it's been it's been really good, I, hasn't it? Everyone. I think, and that's that's the advice that I think I would give is to join a a group, a group, yeah. like a Facebook group. It's just Even being surrounded, the isn't it? Meet people, but yeah. It yeah, and you're being surround you're surrounded by people that are in the same situation. Even people that have already got a successful business, or people that haven't started like me, people that are just kind of in the middle, like they've started mm-hmm. but they don't know like how to grow the business yeah. or they don't know how to like promote their business like it's we've we're surrounded by people from different like stages yeah. in their business but the advice that we've got from every single one of them like I didn't think that I could give anybody advice because 
I've only just started. But then I saw something on Etsy that somebody could use at a market stall. Yeah. And it was something that somebody hadn't even seen before. And she was like, oh my goodness, can you send me the link? Yeah. So there are things that even I'm able to somehow oh, magically absolutely. come up with that seems to be good advice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and obviously, you you know, you told me it's about like Everbee and I, not that yeah. I've, you know, used it, but I've yeah. been on Etsy for years and I've never used anything like yeah. that. Um, so it doesn't matter what stage you're at. There's always yeah. advice that you can give to other people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, yeah. I, I, you know, I love having that community of, women yeah and i am really glad that it's helped yeah. you yeah oh, <laughs> all right let us know where we can find you <laughs> social media but i don't go on it <laughs> no I'm joking um so obviously my etsy shop is beam designs by chelsea and then my pinterest my instagram tiktok lemonade facebook page it's all the exact same beam designs by beam chelsea designs there's by nothing chelsea. different it's all the same amazing well i will of course put all your details in the show notes Thank so you. if people want to come and find you follow your journey <laughs> see you when you start posting on your social I'm media <laughs> <laughs> then um i'll add all the details oh, there okay thank you so much for coming on today no problem and thank hopefully you hopefully i can come back like if the business yeah we'll like, do like a we'll do a, quite um, cool, a follow-up if the business grows or if like i change something mm. we'll do a that'd follow-up that'd be interesting amazing thank you so much for listening today and i will see you in the next one bye bye thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you enjoyed it please consider subscribing to my channel and leaving me a lovely review it would mean the absolute world you can follow me on instagram find me at small.biz.society and come and join my facebook group We've got a lovely, supportive community over there for women in business. And if you're a female entrepreneur and you'd like to come on here and have a lovely chat with me, send me a message. Just reach out to me. My inbox is always open. Thank you so much again. And I will speak to you in the next one.